Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Today, we're going to be talking to a couple of panelists, and we're going to be talking about the VBA Solid Start and Veterans Banking Program. So we have uh, with us Kevin Howell, who's a U.S. Navy veteran and Chicago Regional Office Homeless Veterans and Justice Outreach Coordinator. And we also have Richard Lopresti. He is a U.S. Army veteran of Military Intelligence Command, along with public affairs and management analysis in the director's office. Uh, so we have some pretty heavyweight uh, two in individuals. So we'll be talking a little bit more about them as we go into this. But I'm going to start off with um, Kevin. Give us a little bit of a lead-in into uh, what it exactly it is you do with the homeless veterans and a justice outreach uh, program. Uh as you mentioned, homeless veteran outreach coordinator. So in that role, uh, I go out into the uh, the streets. I go into the shelters. I work with our VA medical centers mm-hmm. and other locations throughout the state to uh, try and support veterans that are experiencing homelessness or at risk of homelessness by helping them to understand and navigate VA benefits. I help them to file claims. I help to uh, speed up the process and expedite trying to get them disability benefits. And I often get them in contact with the right folks in our VA homeless programs throughout the state so that we can get them off of the streets or out of the shelters and into safe transitional or permanent housing. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that That is such a incredible uh, job because that, that includes like the homeless uh, programs, the, the shelters, the soup kitchens and uh, many of the things that uh, veterans who are in that situation really rely on to even uh, to survive and have a, um, a meaningful uh, life. So, I, I, you know, I'm going to go to Rich uh, Lopresti now, and I want you to tell us a little bit about what it is you do in the uh, public affairs and management um, analyst, um, and, and I know you're in the director's office, but uh, what is your role there and h- how do you uh, interact with our veterans? Sure, Damon. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Um, as my role in the in the director's office uh, with public affairs, um, basically I help um, our public contact people um, with our outreach programs. Um, any any anything that we can support in the region, we do. Um, without with outreach, um, unfortunately, this year with COVID, a lot of those events were canceled. But we have been able to do um, a few events virtually uh, and. We support that in any way we can to to get the word out to our veterans on on programs that we have. Um, so from the public affairs, uh, that's my role there. And then as uh, a management analyst in the director's office, um, I work with each one of the divisions within within um, our our regional office um, to uh, help the claims process flow. Um, to to just keep uh, the director and the assistant director abreast of, of things that are happening within the area, within within our own office, and with veterans in general. Um, and, and basically, that's, that's the role that I serve in right now. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoy the opportunity I have to interface with uh, both our employees and the veterans uh, that we serve. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're a member of the uh, Chicago Regional Office uh, Transition Task Force, and uh, also you, you are one of the um, uh, office's uh, mil- military sexual trauma coordinator as well, right? And that, that is um, uh, that's yeah. a big, uh, big issue now. We've had quite a few shows on that. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I I was one of the um, the original uh, military sexual uh, trauma coordinators. Um, since moving into my new role, um, I don't I don't work daily on that uh, particular uh, military sexual trauma. But it, you're absolutely right; it's it's very serious. We have new um, coordinators in those roles who who do excellent jobs, um, and and we really take care in those in those claims because they're very serious in nature. Um, and I think for a while they weren't given the um, the spotlight that they needed uh, with our veterans, and and now we've we've changed that within the last few years. And, and you've had a very successful career in private industry. What made you go back to the VA? What, what was the thing that drew, drew you to this uh, this job? Actually, the, what, what drew me to the there's two things that drew me to the job. First, when I was transitioning out of the military, um, I was look I was uh, working I was in Florida at the time. And I tried to get a position in VA, and in the area where I was, VA wasn't hiring. So that, that led me to um, to private industry, and uh, things went pretty well for me. I, I had worked overseas for about 10 years. And when I came back, um, it just seemed like the right time to get back um, with the veteran community and to try to help fellow service members like myself um, because based on where I was in my life. So I had a, a certain comfort level. My, my children were bigger. Um, and grown and finishing up college, and I just thought, you know, now is a perfect time for me to get back and 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 serve veterans, and and that's what brought me to the regional office here in Chicago. Oh, fantastic! Uh, great career, and thank you for your service to our veterans. Um, you know, we sorely need uh, more people like you on this earth and in, in this country. And uh, Kevin, you know, you you also um, you have an ex- you know established a key outreach partnerships with local, state, and federal jails and correctional facilities, and also the veterans treatment courts, um, and you know to provide justice involved um, veterans with timely benefit assistance and community agency support. So can can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, outreach effort that you're a part of? Absolutely. And and you're right. Uh, it's a very important uh, initiative uh, that VA takes uh, a lot of focus on. It's been a bit of a challenge during this pandemic, as a lot of things have. Uh, but primarily out of the regional office, my role as it relates to justice-involved veterans is uh, threefold. Number one, um, we go into the treatment courts and provide support to those teams. Uh, I'm kind of the benefit liaison part of of the veteran treatment courts that allow veterans to uh, essentially uh, receive key important treatment in lieu many times of incarceration uh, for things that that, that they're struggling with that are often based on mental health and psychological and traumatic brain injury type of things. And so uh, in my role there, uh, I, I work with the judge and the teams and the veterans uh, to ensure that anything and everything that they're entitled to through uh, VA in terms of benefits, support, character of discharge, upgrades, any of that kind of stuff, we're there for them uh, because they're an important part. In, and even though they may not have 
have um, ended up in the situation they envisioned when they joined the military at that point. Um, you know, the things that they struggle with are often key and related to that military. And so if, if we can get them the treatment and the recovery that they need, they're going to see a lot of improvement. I also go into the jails and a lot into the prisons, and we educate them. Many of them, many of the veterans in the prisons and the jails, they're not aware that they can still receive benefits, uh, including GI Bill, including um, service connection benefits. Uh, we let them know about some of the impacts of incarceration upon them and let them know that their service-connected benefits are going to drop from whatever it is to um, 10% rating on the 61st day of incarceration, but that oftentimes many of these veterans are, are the primary breadwinners and they don't realize that through an apportionment, their, um, their spouses and their dependents are able to be reapportioned that income that VA is required to reduce. It can go back to those families. So I help to provide presentations and, and bring them the guidance that allows them to maximize what they can still get through VA for themselves and their families while they're incarcerated. And we also help to ensure that when a veteran leaves incarceration, they're not penniless and homeless. So we're working closely with, with our healthcare partners from VA to ensure we have a, a road to help reinstate benefits or start benefits for them and get them housing uh, set up so that when they leave, they're in a better spot than uh, than they are when um, when they're just stepping away from incarceration. So those are very important outreach programs that VA takes seriously. Wow, you know, because Kevin, you, uh, I, I was thinking, you're, this is an ideal position for you because you were for over twenty years. You served as a hospital corpsman and medic in the United States Navy. And, you know, you served in support of operations during Persian Gulf War and Operation Iraqi Freedom. And so, you know, a lot of our veterans have uh, issues with PTSD, with uh, adjustment, you know, to, to civilian life when they come back, if they, you know, have left um, active duty service. So I, I couldn't think of a better person to at least be understanding about what's going on, and especially in, in, in this setting. Um, both with the you know program outreaches for the homeless, but also for those who are incarcerated, because often those are you know admixed with what uh, they're dealing with or they're confronting. So I had to commend you on that. Uh, you know, are there any uh, any websites or telephone numbers or things that people should know in case they're you know seeking services or they want to know more about the programs you're offering? Absolutely, I I, I appreciate you saying that um, specifically. As it relates to homelessness, um, you know, I, I want to share one thing um, just briefly about that. Uh, homelessness is one of VA's most significant and top priority goals, uh, and redu reducing and ending homelessness among our nation's veterans, and they're absolutely uh, committed to that. And so uh, there's a couple of things I want to share and a couple of numbers I want to give related to that. Um, you know, even now during this pandemic where it seems like everything is different and life is challenging, um, they should know, our listeners should know that, that VA homeless programs are, are open, VA resources, health care, they have not stopped and they're available. And this absolutely includes those who may have tested positive for COVID mm. or may be experiencing other symptoms and just don't realize help is available. 
Um, in fact, through the CARES Act, additional special funding has been allocated to VA specifically in support of homeless veterans, and that's allowed us to place hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of elderly, homeless, COVID-positive, and medically high-risk and other veterans, even into things like extended stays at hotels and motels for months at a time to keep them safe and keep them, um, you know, protected through what they're going through until we can get them into more stable transitional and permanent housing options. And so I'd like to to have our listeners out there, um, I'd like to give a few numbers, a couple numbers at least that I think would be very important and helpful to understand. Um, The first is VA's National Homeless Veterans Helpline. That's VA's National Homeless Veterans Helpline. And that number is 877-424-3838. And again, Briefly, that number is 877-424-3838. And this is important in that this is a nationwide call line available to answer your calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every single day of the year. If you have issues with with housing or homelessness or you're even behind on your rent uh, or you've been sleeping in a car and you're concerned, call that number and they will help get you in touch with someone local from VA that can assist you. And just one other number uh, locally in Chicago area, this is through um, VA's Community Resource and Referral Center. If you're in the local area, uh, you can call this number directly, and they will help you. That number is 312-569-5750. Again, 312-569-5750. Oh, excellent. Very good. That's uh, great information because, um, you know, I wasn't aware that you had that many services um, that, that, you know, reach out to the homeless veterans because right now we're also going through an economic crisis because of uh, COVID, you know, with uh, jobs being shut down and those kinds of things. And, you know, uh, any of us could be uh, end up in that situation as a veteran, um, you know, depending on our luck and our fate. Right. And uh, so, so true. You yeah. just don't know. People that have had jobs for 20 years are, are folks that have been hesitant and humble to, to call because they've never envisioned themselves in this scenario. And those are those are exactly the folks that, that VA wants to hear from because they can help you. There's a lot of special programs available for you, sir, for well, them, sir. That's right. Uh, you know, when we were in the military, you know, when I was, um, you know, uh, moving around in my uniform, you know, every other veteran to me was like a family member. And, um those people who are homeless should realize that you have a family, you know, it's called us, uh, you know, anyone who's ever worn a military uniform, whether you be, um, you know, with the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, uh, even the Coast Guard, you know, um, that we uh, are here to serve those people who serve this country, and you deserve to be helped. It's not uh, that we're giving anyone a handout. We're just uh, helping uh, our, our combat brothers in arms and brothers and sisters in arms, right? Uh, those are the people that um, this country should cherish, and they have so much to offer. So if you are temporary unemployed right now uh, because of this whole situation, don't lose heart. Uh, there are people here who care about you, and we are your family. So make sure you um, uh, get in touch with um, those numbers. Um, as Kevin was saying, you know, the National's Homeless Vets uh, call line 24-7 service is 
312-338-3838. And then the Chicago um, local number for the VA resource referrals, it's 312-569-5750. And, you know, tell me more about, you know, some success stories, some things that you feel um, makes it worth it for you every day when you put your feet on the ground out of the bed. You know, how, you know, you know, how do you view what you're doing and are there things that you feel? And I'll start with Kevin and then we can go to uh, Rich so you can tell us, you know, some of the, your experiences. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I, I want to say, first off, it's an absolute um, honor and a privilege um, to be able to assist some of these folks. Um, they just don't feel that they deserve it. And I want to tell them, you know, you have stood the watch. Um, you served our country in uniform. And on behalf of a grateful nation, that's why VA is there for you. You've mm-hmm. earned it. You deserve it. Um, a, a quick success story. Uh, there was an individual uh, that I worked with that I a couple of years ago I initially met um, while he was in prison. And we helped to uh, get in uh, apportionment so that his family could receive some of the money that um, VA was not authorized to pay him while he was incarcerated. So it went to them when he got out. Um, mm-hmm. He, he uh, was, um, he connected with me. Um, we were able to uh, file a claim and uh, help him with um, generating uh, some statements and providing some evidence that ultimately resulted in him um, getting granted uh, service connection. Uh, so he was able to get um, uh, tax-free money, a couple thousand dollars every month from VA. Um, he was able to get some of the mental health treatment services that he wants. We partnered, uh, that he needed rather, we partnered with our health care from VA folks that got him a HUD bash voucher. Um, so he was in housing, uh, safe, suitable housing with his um, family and he recently emailed me to let me know that he had uh, gotten a um, a very good job um, oh. back in the teaching community something he loved to do while he was in the military Amazing. and that was just a great success story from someone who didn't even want to talk with me when I was there because he didn't think he was deserving of any benefits from VA what a remarkable story I mean that uh, that should be outlined in gold because that that's you know, our, our veterans, um, you know, when you put that uniform on, you know, no matter where you're coming from, whether it's a, you know, urban environment, a rural environment, you know, um, it's because you have a heart that means something, you know, that you care about this country. And so there is so much in each of us that can be uh, salvaged and turned into something very, very positive. Um, and it's, it's just given the chance for that to, to ignite. And I guess you you have to give yourself that chance too at some point, right? And say, you know, I you know I, I'm listening to all these benefits that are out there. I need to turn around and make a difference. Because one of the things you said I wasn't aware of is that, um, you know, if you are in you know if you are incarcerated, uh, even though you can't get the benefits, that uh, those benefits can actually go to family members while you're in. And, uh, Absolutely. And it's very important. I mean, as long as there's a need, um, mm-hmm. you know, a financial means need for that, that's a critical and crucial point that I want all veterans and families of veterans that may be incarcerated to be aware of, because that's 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 the difference sometimes between the families um, being suitably housed or being homeless while the veterans incarcerated. 
And so that's a very important thing we really focus on in, in working with our justice-involved veterans and their families. Fantastic. Um, okay, Rich, tell us your story. What, you know, what, what uh, keeps you, you know, putting your feet on the ground every morning, one behind the other to go back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, to be honest with you, you, you had mentioned earlier, I had worked for about a year as a, a, sexual, a military sexual trauma coordinator. Oh. And I think for me, that was part of working claims, um, mm-hmm. the benefits uh, for, for our veterans. And those claims are um, very difficult for a lot of people to submit. Um, they don't want to, they don't want to come, uh, come out publicly. They don't, they don't want to, uh, you know, even to someone that's trying to, to work that claim to help them to get benefits. They're, they're very reluctant to come out and, and, you know, tell anyone about the, the trauma that they experienced. And, um, we had a quite a few claims during the, the time that I was there that were that were people that had never interacted with um, VBA before. They didn't they didn't try to put in a claim for any benefits, mm-hmm. but but they did. We we reached out to them. Um, we met with them. We we went step by step through um, the claims process with them to to just kind of guide them through to to get the benefits that that they earned in um, a particular subject that's that's very tough for anyone to come out to come out and 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 to admit that it happened to them it, especially in the military where you have um you know such macho hard drive driven people and um for me to see people come finally come out and then to get the benefits that they need and uh, and of course the the uh the VHA services that they that they also need there with uh, with medical and with uh you know, mental health and everything. So, so for me, during the the period of of time where I was working those claims, it was really great to see that uh, to connect people and to get them the benefits that they needed. That is fantastic. And earned. And mm-hmm. earned. And earned. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every step of the way. All right. Um, That's right. But is any any uh, contact information that you would like to give? You know, any uh, you know, va.gov or is any? Uh, well, yeah, um, I would. I'd like to mention that um, you can also go um, if you want to file a claim. You can go to one eight hundred eight two seven one thousand, and and that will get you started in the claims process. Um, and also va.gov um, e-benefits as well. Um, and actually, you can just type in e-benefits. Um, on any search engine, and you'll come up with a VA site, and it will wow. guide you through. But if if you if you don't have access to a computer or or a phone where you can access the internet, by all means call the call the phone lines. Even though we are in the midst of the pandemic, we are still 100% operational, and I think that's the thing that we can't say enough. Um, we know that there's veterans out there that are struggling, whether it's like Kevin said, homelessness, mental health. You know, it's it's a hard time to be isolated, and we have um, we are available to to help you out, even though we're in the midst of this pandemic. Wow! Yeah, it sounds like we still have our warrior uniforms on. The two of you are this phenomenal, um, and we're running a little bit low on time right now. Uh, but I wanted to just commend both of you and thank you. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.